Matthew 11:28 Come unto me all ye who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Jesus is calling you to come the way you are. My name is Ruth Sor and you're welcome to Abba's Word podcast where we share the love of Christ, fellowship with the Holy Spirit, give you hope from the word of God and faith to carry on. God loves you and he has a plan for your life. He never makes mistakes. God bless you as you stay tuned to listen to new episodes every Saturday on Abba's Word Podcast. Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Abba's Word Podcast. Thank you for tuning in again today. And if you're a newbie welcome welcome thank you for so much for tuning in and if you're an oldie welcome back to another episode of abba's word podcast thank you so much for tuning in and today we'll be talking about thanksgiving and as and as you all know i usually start with a story so i think this was last week a friend of mine um did something or no I did something for a friend and you know at that point I was like "Mm, the friend didn't say thank you and I could just hear the Holy Spirit say how many times have I said thank you for what God has done for me and I, I can just relate to this to so many of us today that we ask God for so many things we have our prayer list, we have a prayer request concerning what we want God, what we want God to do in our lives. But we've not really taken that moment to step back and say, God, we thank you. Father, I thank you for what I have. But we always want thank you from every person we do a favor for. But how many times have we taking a step back and say and ask ourselves how many times have I said thank you to God when a friend doesn't say thank you most times we, f- we get upset that they never say thank you but how many times have you said thank you to your heavenly father for what he has done for you those times he saved you from that accident those times he saved you he saved you from getting that ticket those times it saved you, it saved you from molestation. Those times it saved you from wrong friends, from wrong decision. Those times where it saved your life. Have you really thanked God for that? Or do you keep asking? So today, our topic for today is Thanksgiving. And we're already, we're already in the end of... At, at the end of the year, we're in December, and all we just need to do is thank God for every other thing, for everything He has done, and even those other things that we are expecting, those other things we are expecting. And today, our anchor, our anchor, um, scripture for today is in First Thessalonians, chapter five, from verse sixteen to eighteen. And it says, rejoice always, pray continually, 
Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Here, Paul is telling us to rejoice. This is a, this is a, a letter to the Thessalonians. God, yet Paul is telling us to rejoice, to give thanks, to give thanks. And when we go to Psalm 118, verse 29, it says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his love endures forever. Thanksgiving is a command from God. He's not saying, please give thanks. No, it's a command. It's telling us to give thanks. It's telling us to give him thanks. It's not requesting us to give thanks. It's, it's commanding us, give thanks. It's a command from God to give thanks. Thanksgiving is just an, is an act of appreciation to God. It's an act of gratitude for what God has done. And for what he is still doing. For what God has done and for what he is still doing. I know there are so many times in our lives and we are like, um, I feel like I don't have a reason to thank God because, oh, he hasn't done this yet. I'm still waiting for this result. I'm still waiting to have a 4.0. I'm still waiting to, you know, make honors. I'm still waiting to get a contract. I'm still waiting to be promoted. I'm still waiting for my father to like me. I'm still waiting for my parents to tell me they're proud of me. So I don't think I can give thanks to God because I haven't seen anything that I want. But how about you look around you? How about you just take a moment and look around you? If not for anything, but we have to thank God for life. The fact that we have Jesus is enough reason to thank him. The fact that we are alive is enough reason to thank Him. Things don't have to be smooth before we thank God. Things don't have to look beautiful before we thank God. We thank God in the good, in the bad, in the ugly. He is commanding us to thank Him. Thanksgiving is a command from God. It shows that we it shows that you are grateful for what you have right now, even though you don't have everything that you want, but you have all that you need. And those things that you currently have right now was provided by God. So why don't you thank the giver of all things? Why don't you thank the the, the one who gave it to you? Most of the times we want our friends to tell us thank you. But we've not taken one moment to, t- to thank God. But instead, we just keep asking. How about thanking God for those battles that you never knew existed and he fought for you? How about thanking God for having your back when you, when you never had any idea of what was going on? How about thanking God for saving you from that relationship? For saving you from things that would have turned your life upside down? How about thanking God for driving, driving to work and driving back safe? How about thanking God for a good car, for life, for good health, for the fact that you can work, for the fact that you can walk, for the fact that you can see or you can breathe? How about thanking God for just life itself? Because I know if you're listening to this, you are obviously a living soul. How about thanking God for that? Psalm 106 
Psalm 107 and Psalm 118 starts with the same thing. They all begin with, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Give thanks to the Lord, not to anyone else, not to maybe the materialistic things you have, but give thanks to the Lord. And why? Because he is good. Why do we need to give thanks to God? Psalm 106, Psalm 107, and Psalm 118 already tells us the reason we have to give thanks to God. And it is because he is just good and his love endures forever. God's love is everlasting to everlasting. Because God loves you, that's why you're still here and alive today. And because he still has a plan for your life. And because he is so good, thanksgiving is all that we can give. God is not interested in our money. He is just interested in in giving thanks to him. So many of us go about thanking the wrong people. Those people you thank today, you have no idea what 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 they what they say behind your back. Those people you thank today, you have no idea what will happen the next minute to them. Our thanksgiving should always be to the Lord. Even when God God uses people for us. Yes, we thank them, but we also thank God for using them for you. It's time to thank God. It's time to thank God. Thank Him for everything. You don't have to thank Him only when things are going all right or things are going fine. You thank Him in the good and bad. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances. When should we give thanks? This Bible passage literally tells us when. And it says in all circumstances. 1 Thessalonians 5 18. Give thanks in all circumstances. This is a command. In the good, in the bad, in the confused, in the depressed state, however state you are, in the happy state, in the joyful state, in the moments when you have no idea how things are going to turn out, all you just do is give thanks. And that's even the more reason why we're going to give thanks. When the enemy sees that he's been that is he has thrown so many things at you, he has thrown divorce, he has thrown um depression, he has thrown sickness, he has thrown loss, loss of friends, loss of jobs, loss of everything, and you can still give thanks to God. That's exactly what puts the enemy to shame. That's exactly what scatters the camp of the enemy. That's what makes the enemy get confused. Your praise. Your praise makes the enemy get confused. You're giving thanks. And how do we give thanks? We give thanks to God by just saying, God, thank you. We give thanks to God by worshiping. We give thanks to God by having a grateful heart. Telling him, God, I know I don't have um, what I really want, but I have all I need. And I know that 
what you've given me right now is what I need. And I know and I'm having faith that you will surely give me other things. That if you did it before, you will do it again. I thank you for being a good God. I thank you for the safe trips to work and back. Thank you for my grandmother. Thank you for my grandfather. Thank you for my dad. Thank you because thank you because even if my dad is mistreating me, or even if my mom is mistreating me, or even if this contract isn't going well, or even if my grades are not the way they're supposed to be, I still thank you because you have a plan for my life. I still thank you. When you even begin to thank God in the most depressed state of your life, the enemy sees it and goes into confusion. We still thank God. We still thank God in all circumstances. In all circumstances, we still thank God in all circumstances. A story in the Bible about Paul and Silas in prison, and this is in Acts 16 from verse 25 to, to 34, and I'm going to read it right now. It says about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that it, that the foundations of the prisons were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains became loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he threw his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Saul shouted, don't harm yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for light rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sil Sir, and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Now, let's stop there. Thanksgiving brings about deliverance. You might be in the same position as Paul and Silas right now listening to this. You might be in the prison. A prison doesn't have to be where you have gates and where you're behind closed bars or closed doors. A prison can be you it can be you in a confused state of your life. You have you not having anywhere to turn to or not knowing what decision to make. Paul and Silas were um jailed. They were in prison because of just preaching the gospel. They were in prison. And what happened? What were they doing? Even in that state of theirs, they were singing hymns. The scripture says about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns. Even in that state, they were still giving thanks to God. Now the question is, when you are at the worst state of your life, can you still give God thanks? Can you still come to an understanding that God is in this and because I know he's in it, I will give him thanks. Can you still give God thanks? Even when things are going so bad in your life, even when things are not the way they're supposed to be, even when things are not in line with what you've planned. For example, 2020, we all had plans for this year. Everyone had a plan for this year. But it did not really go the way we planned it. The question is, will you still give God thanks? 
2020 looks like you've never achieved anything. The question is, will you still give him thanks? It's like nothing, there was no goal that, I, that was achieved this 2020. Will you still give God thanks? Now, let's go to what happens when you give thanks. What thanksgiving evokes. What happens when you give thanks? We're still on this scripture of Acts 16, verse 25 to 24. Verse 20, verse 26 says, Suddenly, this was after they gave thanks, suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. This is what happens when you begin to give thanks to God. It brings about deliverance. It brings about um, chains being loosed. Every chains of addiction, chains of depression, chains of sickness, chains of confusion. Every chain, just name it. It brings about deliverance and it breaks away every chain. It removes every chain. The scripture here says, at once the prison doors flew open. When you begin to thank God, even in that confused state of your life, even when you don't know what is going on, the door of that state begins to like fly open. It flings open because of your thanksgiving. It brings about earthquake. That is you destroying the camp of the enemy with your worship. Saying, Father, I thank you. Jesus, I thank you. You're just worshiping his name. Just thanking him for everything he has done. Even when even when someone is sick, just say, Father, I thank you. Even when you don't know what, even, even when you don't know how the test results came out. Father, I thank you. Even when you went to the examination hall, having read, you know, you, knowing that you already read and you saw the questions and you had no idea what it's about and you come out of that exam hall and all you can just say is, Father, I thank you because I know I read, but what I saw in that exam didn't look like I knew something, but I know I've written something. So, Father, I thank you because I know it's going to go well. Father, I thank you because I know you're going to make Everything works together for my good. Father, I thank you because I know you're going to deliver me. He wants you to thank him because when you thank God, every prison door of your life begins to fling open. When you thank God, you begin to scatter the camp of the enemy. You begin to put, this, you begin to put Satan in confusion. The enemy will always wants to see us sober. He wants to see us, you know, just always down. He wants to see us thinking. He wants to see us depressed. But no, the Lord wants you to thank him. The Lord wants you to rejoice. First Thessalonians 5, 17. It says rejoice. Rejoice. First Thessalonians 5, 16 says rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances because this is the will of God for you. God wants you to rejoice. God wants you to pray. God wants you to give thanks. Yes, I'm, I, yes I will say it's not, it's not easy for us to give thanks in every situation, especially when things are not going the way we plan. But the Holy Spirit that is, that is, on, that is on the inside of us helps us to give thanks, helps us to praise God, even when we have no idea of what's going on. 
when we go back to Acts 16, Acts 16, verse, um, verse 26, it says, all at once, the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. When you begin to praise God, your chains will be loosed. He said, not just your chains, but the chain of every other person in that same situation. Is it a family sickness? Is it, is it something that is hereditary? Is it, uh, is it like, um, is it something that is always constant? Is it a label on you? Is it something that happens every single time? Is it a pattern? in the family yes that's the word a pattern is it a pattern that you see in the family is it a pattern that you see in the life of your friends when you begin to praise god those patterns those patterns begin to break those patterns begin to break those traditions that is not of god begins to break everyone's chains begin to be loose it's, it brings about freedom thanksgiving brings about freedom that's what Acts 16 verse 25 to 34 says paul and silas they were locked in the prison but they decided to thank god can you still thank god in that situation can you still open your mouth and say god i thank you for every single thing you've done i may not know what i have in front of me but i know who is with me i may not know what the future holds but i thank you because i know you hold the future god wants us to thank him another thing that thanksgiving brings about another thing that thanksgiving brings about is multiplication multiplication it brings about multiplication and that's in mark chapter 6 verse 39 to 41 mark chapter 6 from verse 39 to 41 says then jesus directed them to have all the people sit down in groups on the green grass so they sat down in groups of hundreds and fifties taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke the loaves. Then he gave them to his disciples to distribute to them. He also divided the two fish among them. Thanksgiving causes multiplication. This is a story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. People followed Jesus. They gathered around him to hear him. And Jesus saw how large they were. Jesus didn't want to send them away without having anything to eat. He told them, he told his disciples to tell them to sit. And they sat on the green grass. And Jesus asked his disciples, how many loaves do you, do, do you have? Go and see. And they said they just had five loaves and two fishes. And it, like human mind, just human mind will say that's not enough five loaves and two fishes to feed the five thousand that's not enough but what did jesus do jesus took that took those five loaves in faith and the first thing he did was to give thanks he never complained that it was not enough and that's what most of us need to do today we need to stop complaining we need to stop saying this i don't think this is enough i i, I need more meanwhile we're not even giving thanks for the little we have Instead, we're talking about, I don't, really, I don't have this yet. I've not, got, I've not gotten what I want yet. 
you've not gotten what you want but you have all you need and god is just saying give thanks jesus took the loaves of bread and two fishes and gave thanks to god and what happened it was able to multiply and God, Jesus was able to use five loaves, two fishes to feed the 5,000. There was multiplication. And Jesus repeated this same thing in Mark chapter 8 from verse 6 to 8. Mark chapter 8 from verse 6 to 8 says, He, he told the crowd to sit down on the ground. And when he had taken the seven loaves and given thanks, he broke them. He broke them and gave them to his disciples to distribute to the people, and they did so. They had a few small fish as well. He gave thanks for them also and told the disciples to distribute them. Mark chapter 6, Jesus, was, Jesus fed the 5,000 with just five loaves and two fishes. And Mark chapter 8, Jesus fed the 4,000. Jesus fed the 4,000 in Mark chapter, chapter 8 with several loaves and few small fishes. And this just brings us to the point where 5,000 5, people, we fed 5 loaves and 4,000 people, we had 7 loaves. The question is when things begin to get better for you, when things begin to multiply, when you're no longer where you used to be, will you still give thanks? Jesus had seven loaves this time. We didn't have five loaves anymore. Meaning there was meaning there was there was more at this point. Even when you have more, even when God has blessed you to the point where you have a lot, we used to give thanks. And when you see that He has blessed you and you're not still you, you see that what you have right now is you still want more. We used to give thanks for what you have. For God to use five loaves to feed the five thousand and two fishes and then to feed the four thousand jesus used seven loaves and few small fishes there was multiplication and the first thing he did before feeding was giving thanks we need to give thanks in all circumstances in all situation even when we have no idea of what's going on in our lives we need to give thanks. Another thing that thanksgiving brings is wholeness. And this can be found in Luke 17 from verse 16 to 19. Luke 17 from verse 16 to 19. This is a story about um, the 10 men with um, leprosy. The 10 men with leprosy. 10 men with leprosy. Verse 16 of Luke, of Luke 17 says, He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. 17 says, Jesus asked, Were not all 10 cleansed? Where, where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise except for this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise, for your faith has made you whole or your faith has made you well jesus was on his way to jerusalem here and 10 men that had leprosy 
met him and they stood at a distance and, we, and, they, and, and they called out, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. Have mercy on us. And Jesus decided to have mercy on them and he healed them of leprosy. And he told them to go and show themselves to the priests. And all of them went to show themselves to the priests. But only one came back to say thank you. And Jesus said, where are the others? Where are the other nine? I healed ten people. Where are the other nine? Only you came. Do you want to be like the other nine that never gave thanks to God? That never showed gratitude? The same way you feel when you do favors for your friends and they don't say thank you is the same way Jesus feels when he does things for you and we never say thank you. But we always come back for, to ask for more. To ask for more. How do you feel when you have a friend that never says thank you to you but whenever she needs your help, you're always there to help? And she only comes just for help. And when, and when you're done helping the person, the person leaves and never says thank you. Will you always want to keep helping that person? The answer is most likely no. But God is not that type of person. God is not that way. Even when he does the thing, he still gives you. But we should not be like the nine that never said thank you. Instead, will you be the one Will you be that one out of nine, out of ten? Will you be that one out of ten to say, Father, thank you for giving me all of this? We need to take a step back and ask ourselves, how many times do I say thank you, Jesus? How many times am I grateful for what God has given me? How many times have you asked for more things than you've actually said thank you? There's something I do that usually helps me a lot. And I'm going to share that with you right now. It's a prayer of thanksgiving in faith. I call it thanksgiving in faith. And most times God wants us to thank him for the things that we know that we need, but we've not seen it come to pass. We've not seen it yet with our physical eyes. When I know I need something, and I don't just do this just because I need something. I do this because God wants us to always give thanks. Even in that situation when you see that things are not going right, you don't know what to do, you don't know what decision to make. What I say is, Father, I thank you because I know you have this all in control. I thank you because I don't know what to do, but I know you're going to guide me. I thank you because I know I need this. I don't have it now, but I know you will give it to me soon. I thank you for this. I thank you for that contract that is yet to come. I thank you for my bank account. I thank you for that GPA that is yet to go higher. I thank you for that class that is yet to, that, that, that I'm yet to understand. I thank you for granting me favor. I thank you for the love that I, that I show to people. I thank you for the love I receive from people. I thank you for that apartment. I thank you because you're going to pay my, my apartment rent. I thank you because you're going to give me that car. I thank you because you're going to give me that house. Thank you because you're going to make all grace abound to me. I thank you for everything you've done. I thank you for what I've not yet seen. I still thank you for what I'm still believing for. I still thank you. That's a prayer of faith. That's a thanksgiving of what you're yet to see. Thank God. Thank God. 
It wants us to thank him in all circumstances. Things don't have to go smooth before you thank God. Things don't have to go beautifully well before you thank God. Jesus had just five loaves and two fishes to feed the 5,000. Jesus did not complain first. If you've been doing more of complaining, please go into thanksgiving. I wish you could just do more of thanksgiving than complaining. We thank God because he is good and his love endures forever. We give thanks at all times. And because our thanksgiving, our thanksgiving evokes multiplication, it brings about deliverance and freedom. It brings about wholeness. Jesus healed the only one man. He made whole. It's, it's a different thing to heal and it's a different thing to be made whole. But because he gave thanks, he made whole. Jesus healed those other ones, those are the other nine. He healed them, meaning the leprosy was gone, but they were not made whole. The only man that was made whole was the man that came to say thank you. What does it mean to be made whole? Leprosy, as we know, eats up the fingers and the toes and everything. But this man was made whole, meaning his skin was renewed. Those fingers were able to grow back because he was made whole. Those toes were able to come back to life. The fingers came back to life. That's what happens. Miracle happens. Miracles happen when you give thanks to God. You, have, you, you, you become whole. When you give thanks to God about that sickness right now in your body, yes, that sickness right now in your body, you give to begin to give thanks to God. It takes it out and, and, and it makes everything in you new again, like a new baby, like a newborn child, like nothing ever happened to you. You don't even look like how you were before. You don't even look like how, like how, the problems in your life made you look like you don't even look like your past that's what it means to be made whole you don't even look like what you go through i urge you to give thanks to god it's a command i'm urging you to give him thanks if not for anything but just for life just for life i pray that god will keep helping us to give him thanks in every situation and I want you to know you cannot just give thanks just on your own, but you need to give you need to give thanks of the one who lives on the inside of you. You give thanks when you're going through things by the power of the Holy Spirit and also when Jesus is in you. If you're listening today and you've not accepted Jesus into your life, if you if you're new or if this is the first time you're hearing Jesus, Jesus is the savior of the world and is the one we owe all our thanks to. Please, let's bow our head as we say a quick prayer. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for everyone listening to this. Thank you for every soul that is tuning into today's episode that talks about Thanksgiving. And Father, I, I pray and I ask that you help us to give you thanks more than complaining and more than nagging. Father, help us to be that one that will return back to you to say thank you, Jesus. Help us to thank you for everything we have now. 
and for what you still yet to do. Build in us a grateful heart. Help us to be grateful for everything that you're doing in our lives. Take away every ungrateful spirit. Help us to give you thanks in all situations. Because you said in 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18, Give thanks in all circumstances. Help us to give you thanks in everything we do. Help us to love you and to understand that giving you thanks is a command. And that's what we are supposed to do as believers. Help us to give you thanks in every way. And Lord, I pray for everyone right now that does not know you. I pray that you shall help them know you and help them come to the realization of who you are so they can give you thanks in the way they're supposed to. In Jesus' name. And if you're new here and you have no idea what it means to be born again or to give your life to Christ, please say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. I thank you for calling me your own. And today, God, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my soul to you. Come into my heart. Take control of my life. Guide me and lead me. Show me the way to go. Today, I acknowledge that you are my Lord and my personal Savior. Live in me. I accept you today and there is no turning back. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. If you just said that prayer, welcome to God's family. You're now saved and I thank God so much for your life. Thank you all for tuning in today. And please don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Abba's Word Podcast. Just the same spelling, Abba's Word Podcast. And like I said on the last episode, if you listen to it, um, we now have a, an email. And my email, the email address is abbasword at gmail.com. Feel free to send emails concerning how... Um, every or each episode has blessed you or what spoke to you and feel free to also send your prayer request to um to this email at um abba's word at gmail.com abba's word at gmail.com we'll be expecting your prayer request and also follow us on instagram and i'm um, yet to post so many other of our um previous episodes where we can still listen to and i hope this episode has been able to bless you I pray you have a beautiful week and um, see you in two weeks time again, same time and um, same place. Have a beautiful week and don't forget to keep giving thanks to God no matter the circumstance. God bless you. I'll see and I'll hear from you all later. Bye and take care. God loves you and stay safe. God bless you.